right. All right, folks. It's after the gig time. I'm Jesse. I'm your host. How's it going? A couple things before we get started, and I want to get right to this episode. I want to talk to you about Vradom Drum Shoes. The Vradom Drum Shoe. The Drum Shoe 2.1. These guys are nice enough to send me a pair of these. Hey, Ethan. Doing a thing. These guys were nice enough to send me a drum shoe that they've been making, which is really, really great. I wore them yesterday for the first time, and they're super comfortable. They have a padded top line and tongue for comfort and secure fit, mesh panels for breathability and cooling, a rubber outsole with tread-like design for added grip. They are going to be perfect. Ethan likes them. They're going to be perfect for playing the drums, and they have the perfect weighting um, to be able to grip, grip on the pedal and to be able to play the bass pedal quickly. So... And they're really, really durable. So check them out. They have a bunch of different colors, black, gray, red, white, and a, uh, a, like a military camo pattern, which is pretty sweet. I got the white ones. So check those out, veratum.com. Next, I want to talk about, um, so our booking agency, Carbon Leaf Booking Agency is Madison House, and they have a bunch of different agents. Ours is Jordan Berger. He's been on the show a couple times. Um, actually he's been on the show one time. I don't know why I said a couple times, but another one of the agents is Adam Bauer. He books Stephen Kellogg. And right now during the pandemic, he has started this new company and, uh, it's a smoked meat and like beef and, um, cooked meats company. And what they do is they send out packet meat packages to people, um, that were in local to the Ann Arbor area. But now they're shipping around the country. So here's the thing. Here's what it's called. It's called Speakeasy Meats. It's uh, by Adam Bauer. You guys should go support him. From I haven't tried it yet, but from what I've heard from Stephen Kellogg, and there is no better judge of food than Stephen Kellogg because he eats everything. And you might not think so by his slender build, but that guy can put down some food. They have stuff like brisket. They call them monstrami briskets, pork butt. <laughs> that sounds weird. Stack of pork ribs, a bunch of different uh, briskets and, and all kinds of stuff. And an interesting thing that they're doing is if you live in the Ann Arbor area, you can email them and you can be a uh, product tester for them. So you can go there and, and eat some meat. All the beef ribs are going to be available for local delivery in the coming weeks are offered as part of the backstage pass balling on a Wednesday and quarter house packages in terms of the jerky. Stay tuned. Um, they're fine tuning the process. Um, so they're starting to fulfill some of the first orders. This is great. This is great. So please, uh, another guy, another really great guy in the music industry doing something very cool. Check out speak easy meats by Adam Bauer and, uh, go, go order some meat, go order some meat. And as always, please check out the Patreon page, patreon.com, patreon.com, slash after the gig. You can check out some exclusive content there. I will be doing some, or I'm setting up the capability to do some um, exclusive live streaming on there where you can come in, patrons can come in, be a part of the live stream. I'll bring your video feed 
into the live stream so we can have chats on there and talk about different topics. Um, I just did uh, put up a new blog post today. So go on there, check it out, and consider becoming a patron of After the Gig. You can also email into the show at afterthegigpod at gmail.com. I will have some updates coming up with the merch as soon as I get some samples back and I kind of uh, figure out some of those other things, but it's not officially launched as of yet, but that's coming very, very, very soon for the merch. And uh, that's it. All right, guys, on the podcast today, I have your favorite, the one and only Mr. John Markle. You wrote down stuff? I did. Did you start already? Yeah. We're recording. All right. Give me a beat. I'm going to flow. Yeah. Top of the dome. Mm. What's on my mind? Mm. Yeah. My name is John. Yeah. This right here is Jesse. Yeah. He's my best friend. Couple of guys waiting for COVID-19 to end. Yeah, speaking of COVID-19, it was sort of like bumming me out, you know, because I can't play shows, and that's a real bummer, you know what I'm saying? And also, also, we lost our jobs, you know, we don't make any money now, and I had to work a full-time retail job now, and that's really bummer because it's sort of wrapped up in who I am as a person, is my job and what I do for a living, and just it, also my girlfriend broke up with me, and that's really tough, and you know, I was driving in my car the other day, and I just started crying for no reason, and then I was like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me know what this is. This podcast is Sorry, what? about. <laughs> what happened? Where did I go? I blacked out. Ah, oh, just just top of the dome. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> top of the dome. That doesn't have anything to do with anything. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm fine. Cool. Fine. Cool, cool man. That's cool. Fine. I'm exhausted. Oh. Boo Actually, fucking who? You know what? I'm not as exhausted as I was um, a little while ago, actually, because I had, I had chocolate milk, and I feel better now. <laughs> <laughs> you got that liquid chocolate energy. Yeah, I have the, I have the uh, like, I know that I have to do a nine-hour drive tomorrow, yeah. so and I, have, I have to wake up early, yep. so that sucks, but... Um, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm actually happy that I'm not going to the airport this time. because The I airport's brutal, man. The airport's brutal, especially now. Yeah. And I think I told you the other day that I felt real... You all right? What? I just took a sip of water. I know, but you, you, your hand jerked back. It looked, it looked like... So. Anyway. I was just like drinking that tea, dude. <laughs> Hard, I was just like, get Hardcore. Hardcore. Um, I was telling you the other day that I don't like all the pills that I have to take when I fly now. And I didn't yeah. realize how bad it was until, yeah. until I got here the other day and went to the studio, started doing stuff and I wasn't like super groggy totally. and have a headache. Like I felt good for, yeah. the, for that first day. Dude, I don't, I don't take, I don't take pills at all. Like I take zero pills. I just, you know, you've seen me try to swallow. Do it. I seriously, pills are going to kill me one of these days. Did you take? Did you always ask your parents if there was a liquid form of every medication Bro, when you were? Young? Yes, of course. Yeah, dude. 
I I have this very vivid memory. My my dad, my we were talking about our dads earlier, and mm-hmm. I and you know I love my dad. My dad is the coolest motherfucker. Like he's the most awesome guy. But when I was growing up, you know, I was like a troubled kid in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? So it's like, and my sister is is perfect. You know, so they didn't know what to do with me. So like my grow my relationship <laughs> with my parents was very strained growing up. <laughs> Not all my fault, but I certainly take some of it. But. I remember just like, just uh, have it. I used to get poison ivy, and if I got a little poison ivy on on my arm, it would spread. I would have an allergic reaction all over my torso, up through my neck, all over my face, my scalp, the whole, like my whole body would just like break out in these rashes. Just from like one? Just from one spot of poison ivy. I think my brother is actually like that too. It it was super crazy. It happened to me like a bunch, like a couple of times. I I would miss like Mm -hmm. a week of school. Mm -hmm. And so I went to the doctor and he gave me these, it was, you know, like little steroids you take 12 the first day, 10 the next day, whatever it is. And, and they were like tiny little pills and I couldn't swallow them. And my dad was like, swallow the darn pills. And I was like, I can't swallow the pills. And he, (laughs) he goes, fuck. And he, and he takes a, uh, he takes a day's worth of pills and he chops Jimmy. them up. He chops them up into um, into scrambled eggs. And dude, Ooh. if you have you ever chewed a pill before? Hey guys, what's up, guys? What's up? How's How fence fence building? Oh god, it's great, man. Love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here we're gonna go over here, dig a hole, and then we're gonna go over here and dig another hole. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hi. Good times. Nice. Um, Feel free to ha- if you got don't you can yeah, yeah. totally. That's fine. I'm lay down for a while Do it. Tired. Do Sounds it. Great. Yeah. Um. So chewing a pill is obviously disgusting, right. and he took a day's worth of pills. And some pills are worse than others, and I and I think I remember steroid like ones prednisone, steroidy ones gross, are really dude. nasty. Yeah, even if they like they're not coated, so as soon as they touch yeah. your tongue, it's it just like, Oh god! So he took a day's worth of pills, mashed them up, and put them in scrambled eggs, and I just and stood over me. It was like eat them, and I had to like eat these scrambled eggs mixed with. <laughs> I had to make scrambled eggs for you. <laughs> yeah. To eat pills. Yeah. That's crazy. I have um but the but I, the, yeah. The point is I don't take any pills right. at all unless like vitamins I, like, and stuff. unless I really even even vitamins I go long stretches without them. Um so I don't take any really any medication and even then I still like when I fly I get out off of a plane and I'm wrecked. Yeah. For it like takes a days. lot out of you. Yeah. yeah. It takes a lot out of you, especially those because the one that I was taking from Boston down here was like that little guy. It was like, you know, a, a pretty small, small plane. So they kind of squeeze you in there. And I can't even imagine going on that, that airplane now. Um, it's probably why they did away with that, <laughs> that direct flight. Cause it was such a small plane and whatever. But I, I don't know. I could always, I've been able to take pills for a while just because of like, Crohn's and all that like I've had yeah. to just kind of get good at it and yeah. I can take a bunch at once um, but I remember when I was at my aunt's house when when I was a kid so it was like me me and my cousin and like my brother and sister maybe not my brother but my sister they would hang out down at my aunt's house in Jamestown and Jamestown Pennsylvania 
Jamestown, Rhode Island. Nah, right. Um, so we would take like boats out and stuff and go on sailboats in the bay and, and just hang out, like do, do water stuff. Like boat, boat stuff was, was kind of, was big when we were kids. So, and I never really got. You're into boat stuff? Into boat stuff. I never really, really got seasick. Yeah. And then one year. We were out on um, we were out on a sailboat. It was like a you know a thing, and and I just got really sick, like out of nowhere. And then after that, I had to start taking Dramamine anytime I went on a boat, anytime yeah. I went on a plane, roller coasters, whatever. But the one time I started taking Dramamine, my aunt gave it to me. So I I, I remember this clear as day. I was in the kitchen. Um, in her house and she's giving me the dram and gives me water. She's like, all right, take it. And then I don't like it when people watch me do stuff. It just makes me uncomfortable, especially if it's something I'm not like, I don't know, good at doing and I, I need a second sure. and I need my, I need my, my space. <laughs> I, I wasn't good at taking pills and I would always ask my, my mom if, if there was like, you know, I'll take the, the liquid Tylenol. Sure. I, I never wanted to swallow pills. And I remember, I'll never forget, Dramamine is gross. Yeah. When you don't have water in your, like, I'll put water in my mouth first and then take the pill. A lot of people put the pill and then the water, opposite way around, because then you don't get the taste. This thing was stuck on my tongue. Oh, that's happened to me before. And I couldn't, I couldn't Uh, do anything. uh, I couldn't do anything. It was so disgusting. I went through three of them. And I couldn't do it. And I remember her getting so frustrated that I couldn't swallow this pill and I just, I couldn't do it. And then yeah. I, and then I think I just stayed home. I didn't go on the boat. I just stayed because I couldn't take the pill. Yeah. I was so, I was so upset. I hate boats as well. As Why do you, you hate know? boats? Cause they make me sick. Like just, just like big boats or any, all of any boat, all of them. Okay. I get it. I, it, I, and I can go out like on like, I've gone out with Jason, like on his little, like John boat, yeah. you know, fishing where I can see the shores and stuff. It's fine. Right. I used to, when I lived in Seattle, I would do the Argosy cruises, you know, we'd like play jazz on the Argosy cruise. Right. And I could do those most of the time pretty well, but every once in a while, just same thing. Every once in a while, I'd just be like, Oh my God, I'm not feeling it. Just like. So, so sick. Yeah. Man, and there's nothing worse than seasick. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Brutal. Because you can't get away from it. No. We, there was, um, I forget whose, someone's bachelor party um, that the band knows was on, um, was at Virginia Beach. And I drove all of us in the band van, since I don't drink, you know, I drove all of us to Virginia Beach um, in the van. And this is back in the van days, obviously. And the guys all got on a boat and did a bachelor party. And they were like, come on, dude, it's going to be awesome. And I was like, no fucking way, man. Not for me. And I just sat in the van while they did bachelor parties <laughs> on, on the boat. <laughs> and then they came back. I was like, all right, let's drive back to, you guys have fun? Back to Richmond. See ya. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, hit pause real quick because I got to check on the bacon. Sure. And all right. we're back. All right. The bacon looks amazing, by Does the way. It? Yes. Is it turkey bacon? <laughs> Come on, dude. What is it? It's bacon bacon. It's bacon bacon? It didn't look it looked too smooth to be. It's because bacon. I got a very good cut of bacon and it's black forest bacon from Whole Foods. And it is special All right. bacon. Alright. So good. Special bacon. And you're gonna find out. 
Yeah. Because I'm going to make us some uh, some wraps. Ooh. Yeah. I made uh, some some egg salad and tuna salad together, 50-50. Have you ever had that before? No. It's basically like tuna salad, and then you take two, to this case, four hard-boiled eggs and mix that in there. So it's egg salad and tuna salad. It's interesting. It's, it's awesome. I believe it. Trust I me. I like both of those things a if lot. If you like both of them, you'll, they're together. They're amazing. All right. <clears throat> and then with the Black Forest bacon. Ooh. Ooh. Wee. Nice. Mm. Awesome. Can't wait. Um, so I actually, um, you know, you and I have been talking about making some shirts yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, since I am an avid f- listener and fan of after the gig podcast, mm-hmm. um, I, uh, I was listening and you came up with a really good, um, a really good sort of slogan that I think w- maybe we could put on a shirt. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait to hear what you're about to say. So, um, this is in one of your solo podcasts. And I was thinking we could do like a after the gig podcast and just have like the, your cartoon face and then maybe my cartoon naked butt or something like that. <laughs> and then on the back, it, it'll, it'll say, and I quote, <laughs> you're at the thing that you with the people that you have the thing in common with. <laughs> The second you started saying it, I knew exactly where it was going. You're at the thing. I remember being so passionate when I was saying that. And then after, and after like listening back to it, I was like, I'm a fucking moron. Oh God. It's so good. But I mean, that's the thing is like, it's, it's so like, of course, if you're just talking off the cuff, like you're not going to put every sentence together perfectly. Right. But dude, when you said that, I was like, oh man, I'm writing that one down. You had a, you had another really good one that I listened back to, but I like fell, fell asleep. I didn't have time to write it down. It was, um, in the first part with um with the um the drummer for with rob yeah with rob yeah yeah it was awesome and then i was like Fuck. you don't remember what it was i don't remember i'll, I'll do it for next one I'll we'll, we'll make another t-shirt i remember i i rambled a lot in that podcast no dude you're you're way too hard on yourself i'm not i'm not oh god you you <laughs> like you think that you you don't you I, i've never heard you ramble so, that was so funny oh my god i'm <laughs> crying i'm literally crying <laughs> No, you know what it is. It's just like you talk and then you hope something coherent came out. <laughs> and then, yeah, of course. well, I think it, it, you know, it does, I don't know. You do good. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, what else you got? Uh, I was, I didn't know whether, um, I told the story of the night terror that I had. We didn't look into that, did we? I didn't I feel like that was a really good one. I didn't do I the research. Like I told it. We'll skip that one. And if, uh, if people, if people say like, no, you didn't tell us about the night terror, you'll do yeah, on okay. the next one. The night terror in my bunk. The last one that was like, woke everyone up. The thing is it didn't wake me up mm, cause you're all the way. I'm top. all the way on top and I feel like I'm pretty isolated up there. Yeah. Um, and I have the AC kind of blowing right for right sure on the top. Yeah, so yeah. <clears throat> i didn't hear it but <laughs> like <laughs> you woke up and you're saying what happened i was like what the fuck <laughs> like what's going on in john's I, bunk down I, there I, I woke up i woke up barry terry and carter with that with that night terror it was pretty awesome incredible um i i um right, we should talk about the kickstarter 
and and just go, are what's you going on with that? What else? Uh, I was I was gonna I was gonna tell you about the fight that I got in in DC, which okay. I thought was pretty funny. Um, and then uh, and then I was we gonna, might have to break down your intro song as well. But <laughs> what what do you mean? We mean I'll what break I mean? Break it down. <laughs> um, the fight in DC, pre- pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, I mean, l- we should just talk about just the state of of things at the moment. I was I was gonna say like maybe let's just not talk about COVID and not talk about like sort of that's the, state the way of the world. that's the way I I felt like every every guest that I've had on via Zoom, which coming up I don't whenever this airs, um, will be Adam Ezra, Haley Steele. Um, Adam Jackson, and I feel like I'm forgetting someone, but, um, every, uh, every conversation that I've had with them has ended in like, Oh, how, you know, how's COVID treating you? And yeah, let's just not talk about it. No, I'm, I think, I think I would like to talk about it in, in like a more frank, um, way it affects us because whenever I'm asking someone about it, everyone is always going to paint a picture of how they are experiencing it Mm -hmm. in a, in a more positive way. They're not going to, they're not going to give you like the lowdown of how bad it really, really is for people right now. And I am totally fine. We can do that. I guess we should go one way or the other. Just let's do it. All right. Let's Let's get super real. Let's go in there. Cause I mean, one thing like that isn't us is our booking agent, Jordan Berger. And I know that, um, Madison house and the big agencies, and it's not just him. It's just who books us and whatever they are dropping their agents. Yeah. Left and right. Yeah. And the problem with the music business, and this is in my opinion, the problem with the music business is everybody is, an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and they're trying to get on top and they're trying to figure out the way that they can make their business money. Yeah. Their sole self-employed business money. And there is no cohesive, uh, um, uh, united front for artists. There are sites that you can go to, but what the fuck is a site going to do? If if you ask a hundred bands, like what do what do you do? It'll be a hundred different stories. Yeah. And and the, the only thing the only thing that I've ever noticed is that if it's it's every every if you take a hundred bands, it's a hundred different stories, but every single one of them goes, Well, we do a thousand different things mm-hmm. and normally three of those you know, will make us money or will work out in some way. Right. You know what I mean? It's just right. like, that's what everyone does. So it's completely different. There's yeah. an infinite number of ways to, to do things. Yeah. And most of them don't necessarily work. Yeah. Out. You're throwing things against the wall and, and, you know, trying to see what sticks and what you can make. And with carbon leaf, we're lucky to have a, a pretty, like a, a big fan base throughout the country, pretty spread out. And, people buy our merch. We put a lot of time and effort into it. And, you know, we've basically become <laughs> a sweatshop yeah. the last, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it's worse for you, but like for the last couple of days, just being in there 
and putting the stuff together and putting the care into it and yeah. making those things happen for the Kickstarter, which we'll get more into. But yeah. um, that is has become the sole business of Carbon Leaf. Yeah, there is nothing else at the at the the moment. Like we yeah. had a show yesterday, and that was really really great, but. I don't it's it's a it's a band-aid on a bullet wound is yeah. what it is. Yeah. And and if I mean if since we're talking you know talking about a lot of this stuff like I don't want it to come across as as like um like gross or whatever but like you know talking about money and stuff is is not something that like most people are super comfortable with but <clears throat> with with a little bit of transparency what we make like what we make like to pay our our mortgages with and right. pay our car you know, payments and things like that is based on, um, playing shows. Right. So yes, we just got this, this great Kickstarter. None of that, you know, if you do it right, none of that is going to, going to paying our salaries. It's going right. to the project, keeping the band running and, and the recording and, and putting all those things together. It's money that it's money that goes back into the band to create things to give back to the audience. Exactly. So, I mean, that's, that's exactly what it's for. It's basically you're going in and you're paying to, uh, you know, for us to be able to bring our ideas to life and, make something that we think that you will really, really like and then give it back to you. Yeah. You know, it's, um, that's, that's kind of what it's all, all about. And you know, the yearly salaries of, of, you know, in our case, carbon leaf is based off of a year's worth of booked shows and, yeah. and tours and, mm -hmm. and the merchandise that's sold during those tours and, and the size of the rooms and, and, and getting to those markets that pay our bills. Yeah. Um, and when you're not doing any of that and when you have no, um, you know, no recourse to go, you know, there, there's no, there's no help. Sure. For, and, and there was the, know. there was the, the, the loan. But yeah. One, small, small business loan. It's a loan. That money is long gone. Long gone. You know what I mean? It, it, it was not a ton. It was not a ton of money, um, which you know, not co not complaining or whatever. But in a side in a side note for that is that I, like when I listened to the, did you listen to that Joe Rogan podcast about how he was a he was an economics guy, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it was I think it was over Zoom, and he was talking about how that loan, if you ask for anything under. Two million dollars. The government was like, "All right, don't worry about it. They won't even look into it." Yeah. So I'm like, oh, "Should I ask for some more money?" <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. One million nine hundred ninety-nine thousand. Um, doesn't make so, any sense. So all this to say, we are unemployed at this point. I mean, we're unemployed. We're still. It's like show up to work. Um, you know, so that we can keep the lights on, but you're not, you're not getting paid, which is, which is fine. It's our, it's, it's our business. If it were right. a restaurant, which it, there are a lot, a lot of overlaps to owning your yeah. own business, to running a band. And you stick in, you stick to the things that you believe in and that you enjoy. Yeah. And, it's, and like, it's like, we will, we will keep doing this. And, right. but the, 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 the reality is, is like, here I am with a house, 
And like, am I going to be able to pay my mortgage? It, yeah. You know what I mean? Or am I, you know, that's, that's super real. And I'm not, I'm no, I'm not alone. There are, there are millions oh my of God. people dealing with this. So, so I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm unique in this at all, but just, you know, I can only, I can only feel what I feel and just, it's scary as shit. And yeah. then, and then on, so, so I went out and got a, uh, like a full-time retail job just working in retail which it, which is fine you know I'm, I'm happy to i'm happy to do whatever i need to do but the amount that i make at my retail job is a fraction <laughs> yeah. i mean it really is a fraction so it's just like he you know you're sort of like that just that feeling which i'm sh- again i'm sure people know is like am i gonna be able to to live this month am i gonna get my water turned off or whatever yeah. it's like that shit is really really scary and then same thing is like you know we always talk about how what we do is such a huge part of our identity and stuff like that right and just like the men the, the the mental part of being like all right well you know like i've been at my retail job I was ringing a dude out and he was wearing a carbon leaf shirt. Hmm. And I was like, I was like, man, it's like, I, I don't even want to say anything. You know right. what I mean? Cause right. it's like, it's embarrassing in a way. Like I'm not, I'm not like embarrassed, but you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, Oh, yeah. Hey, let me ring you out for that. Have a good day, sir. Yeah. You're wearing the shirt of my band. <laughs> yeah. The national maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, and, and me as well. I, uh, my brother, fucking made out like a bandit and became an Amazon DSP right before any of this stuff happened. And, you know, you know, who got all the business when, when, when that went down. So I've been, uh, I started, I started, uh, when he started the business, I helped him like hire and stuff and got in, got into it just as like a help your brother out kind of thing, you know, a chance for us to kind of work together. And then, um, you know, Genevieve went on maternity leave and, and it was great for a while. And I was doing that, making some extra bucks. And, and, uh, now I'm there all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like one of those things where I kind of got in the same situation. I don't always drive and and deliver and stuff. I'm mostly doing like admin things in the, in the station and, you know, databases and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, whenever I go out and drive, I never want to be in an area where anyone I know is because I'm, I'm a little, a little embarrassed. And and I'm like, I don't, this is take. And and the thing that bothers me the most is like, this is taking away from the things that I really want to be doing. And it's not for selfish reasons. It's, it's for, it's, it's just things that I'd rather be doing to, to get ahead and be able to like attain more assets and be able to make more and, 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 you know, just, just do stuff. And, and it just sucks that a thing that we had absolutely zero control over has ripped it away. And now there is a social, uh, a social, like might be the wrong way to say a social stain on it. Like anytime you even try to get out there and, and do something to try to go back and make your living, there are, um, there's social justice warriors out there, ramifications that are going to cut you down in social media. And I, I'm so, I am a hypocrite right now because in one episode I ripped Chase Rice 
hard, but, but here's, here's the difference is that he went up on stage as if nothing was happening. Of course. And it's such a bad look for the industry to have, have so many people together in one place, no mass, not even trying, totally, not even trying to do it. Totally. And, um, you know, yesterday was everything we could have done to make it a safe environment other than what people are going to do on their own in, in the, in their own space. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't control that. We've seen, we've seen over the last month of how, People, you're not going to be able to control what people do. Yeah, if, if, if they think that it's something's not a big deal. Totally. And the 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 thing that is really, I don't know, sort of just like gives me the the sick feeling in my stomach is wh- what we do is literally the last thing that's going to be allowed thing. to come back. You know what I mean? Yep. It was the first thing to get taken away and it's the last thing that's going to be and there's and where it is right now i mean we're talking about the fall tour uh you know you have to like every day changes every day is different so you have to be like yeah it's false fall tour is still going on i just can't imagine we and i don't know you know like barry might listen to this and be like you don't know what you're talking about and he's right i don't but i just neither neither does anyone else i can't imagine we're doing a fall tour. I can't, which means the, the, the next, the, like the light at the end of the tunnel for this is so far away and so far and, away. Ab- and completely unknown. And it's just like, man, like staring into that abyss is mm-hmm. really, it's brutal. Man. You know, it is brutal. And, and to bring it to a little bit of a positive side, I, it has made me think a lot about, um, you know, financial sec- security and, and being more financially responsible and learn being more financially literate. Um, <clears throat> and just, uh, you know, I've always, I, I've never been bad with, with, with it, but, um, it's just getting into things that, you know, won't affect like that a pandemic can't, can't touch or can't affect or like being able to protect yourself where you're not, because here's the thing we go out, we work really hard Yes, and and we want to work and we want to work hard and we want to be out there and doing things. It's just, we got a bad break. We, you know, it was unlucky and it's some fucking crazy shit that no one can control. And no one's, no one saw coming and no one's the thing. Yeah. Well, that's arguable. <laughs> oh, let's start politicking. It's not politics. No, it's I like know, it's I science. Know, I know, I know. It's science. It's and that's the problem. <laughs> it's like when yeah. when there's, you know, our buddy said it the other day. When there's when there's experts out there that know, you should fucking listen to them. You know. Yeah. Um, but it's whatever. We don't have to get into that. But um, you know, just just coming up with some. It, it's kind of inspired me to to learn some new things and and to take take that um um you know uh work ethic and try to put it into some other places so then having the music and the band taken away isn't as big of a of a uh you know a blow and but you know not there yet yeah that's the other thing that this this 
the the whole COVID thing did was like, you know, in a way, yes, like, you know, everyone knows that, you know, diseases come through and stuff like that. But like, no one really saw it playing out this way or no one, you know, it's like, it's hard to, hard to see like this and, and more to plan on like, I mean, who knew that like, okay, like you and I both got jobs in, in industries because there were two industries that are just like thriving in, yeah. in COVID. You know what I mean? It could be something completely different next time. And all of a sudden, Amazon and, 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 and my stuff like, oh, that's the first thing to go. And you're like, oh, my God, right. what the hell? Didn't see that coming. Right. Like, that's the crazy thing. It is a crazy thing. And, and, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's someone out there listening to this. It's like, listen, you got to get into get into these markets and yeah. get into this. And but I just the, the thing that frustrates me is is just, uh, you know, I, I want it. I want to work hard. It doesn't matter what it is. I know we could. We could I have, want it to be music. We, you know? we could have. We could have worked out like, hey, you know, we're not getting paid anymore. Let's see what we can do with the unemployment and the, all the extra money that like was coming from the government for unemployment. But we didn't do that. We didn't do that. We were like, we didn't do we're that. Gonna, we're going to yeah. go out and we're going to bust our asses. Right. Um, not, and I don't have anything against anyone that went on unemployment. That's no, not what I'm saying. But because like, if you have you, that type of job, if you have that type of job and it's like, it just goes away and, and you have, you know, say you have family responsibilities and you don't have the option to go anywhere else. I, I you're, I'm taking unemployment. Of course. 10 out of 10. Of course. You know what I mean? So yeah. I didn't have the option because at the time I had two, technically two jobs. Right. So I, I, I couldn't leave one without the other. And who's going who's gonna to quit a job to bank on unemployment? That yeah, sounds so sweet w at this point. It does sound pretty sweet. <laughs> well, to bank on unemployment when you have, when you just have a newborn kid, it, like it, it went against every instinct in my body sure, to, to get that, to not work. You that's, know? that's the point. That's what I'm saying is that like, we're just wired to be like, all right, you yeah. know, whatever, yeah. it's just going to suck. But Go yeah, do I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, know I don't know either. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what. Um, I it just it doesn't it feel like it's this band aid just being slowly dragged off of off of like a burn. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just what. Where is where is it? Where are we? Where's the real information? Where's the statistics? What it's, what is happening? It's also crazy because like I really, I mean, I bounce back and forth with it so much. Yeah. Just being like, just being like, oh, you know, like, you know, you read a bunch of stuff, watch a bunch of videos and things, and you're like, oh, really? You know, like if you run the numbers, it's really not that big a deal. Blah blah blah. And then I jump right from that to like reading a bunch of stuff and seeing yeah. some videos, or like I, you know, I had a guy that I work with die die from it and stuff. And you're like, oh my god, it's gonna kill everyone, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Like I just bounce back and forth like yeah. crazy. It's just, yeah, it's insane. It's, it's so dark. I mean, it really is dark. I mean, I'm a really like bubbly, happy, like genuinely happy dude almost all the time. But man, it's like the last like month or so has been like pretty fucking dark. Yeah. It's been, it's been a, it's been a rough month for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But let's let's uh let's turn turn to towards the light a little bit let's turn to the light let's talk we? about let's talk about the kickstarter and specifically i'd like to talk about the dvd dude the kickstarter i mean uh i'm blown i mean i've never been a part of 
of like an organization or a band or whatever that has had that kind of fan support. So just to see that number get put up, I'm like, fuck, it's a quarter of a million dollars right there. Yeah. So that's, it's just, it's incredible. And it just shows it just shows that we do have fans out there that are financially literate and should give us lessons. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> so you got money to burn. If you want to adopt me, I'm going to be a great, I'd be a great son. I'll be a great, great son. And, um, you know, uh, buy all, all our merch. <laughs> no, I mean, it just, it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it sounds cliche, but like our fans are, are the fucking coolest the best like absolutely the best even um last night at, at our show um our we did the drive-in show here in richmond at the at the um the flying squirrels stadium the baseball dad. yeah and um even the the people putting on the show they were like man your fans are so nice like yeah. no one was bitching no one was having a hard time everyone was so excited to see this show it's just like i mean and we get that all the time mm-hmm. we get it all the time everywhere goes so people are like oh man your fans are like really nice people that open for us yep always like if they're if they're good like always take uh, like some carbon leaf like really supportive carbon leaf people with them and stuff like yep. that it's it's really yep. it's really awesome and that certainly does not go unrecognized by by any means yeah um and <clears throat> you know that makes it you know makes our you know the kickstarter totally work you know? yeah it makes it work and it also <laughs> makes it, it it almost felt like you know that that number getting put up is like wow that's amazing but it also feels like it was no i remember looking at it and thinking oh oh yeah it's gonna hit that no problem i i was just i, I don't know it yeah. felt it felt it felt like it was just gonna happen yeah. like i believe i i don't doubt that this won't hit, hit that yeah, number yeah. you know so um it's great it's really great and there's a lot of awesome stuff in the uh it, it, that that people can get through the Kickstarter, but the one thing in particular that John and I haven't gotten all the way through yet, but is amazing. The DVD. The DVD. Yeah. The DVD or the Blu-ray um, is 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 incredible. So we this was um, like a year ago. Or yeah. When did we record it? Yeah, a year it, was, ago? it was last summer. Last summer. So, and we didn't we didn't really do it. We weren't allowed to like post anything about it on our on our social media or anything because we were like waiting for this to come out because we wanted yeah. the people to be excited about it and be surprised by it. So we didn't really talk about it. But man, we we did a, a run of shows. It was a couple couple weeks of tour. A couple weeks of shows. I I think it might have been the. Um was that like after the Ogunquit weekend and maybe I don't even, I can't remember. I can't even remember, dude. That's a hard thing to remember. Um, But it was, we did, we did a couple weeks of, of touring and then we, we, uh, went right from tour and went to, um, went to the beach and rented out a beach house and took everything out of the beach house. Um, and it was right on the beach. It's so sweet. Um, and you'll see it in the in the DVD. Hired a a professional film crew, um, set up a, an an entire studio in this beach house, and we just for a week 
just i mean we were waking up at three in the morning yeah to get the light (laughs) to get light the light just right and we just you know we just hit it we just we just did tons and tons of tunes just waking up super early playing till late at night and just did you know did as much stuff as we possibly could and i think the dvd is like four and a half hours long or something like it's that some, it's something ridiculous that's with all the uh, the extras and everything but Dude, I, I think it's like two and a half hours of of just music so what's so funny though is that the m- most if you could like i wish we didn't live in the world that we lived in and, and we could actually put out like all of the extra stuff, like all of just our hanging out. Cause the, 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 yeah. the cameras were rolling the entire the, time, the whole time and someone whole time to at least two people were mic'd up the whole time. Yeah. I remember that they had the, 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 the lapel mics yeah, the lapel. and dude, it, it's some of the stuff that people will never see is that, absolute most hilarious shit it's the best stuff but it's just like the climate that we live in you can't do you can't say anything anymore you know what i mean i mean from what i've heard in there so far i don't think there's anything there's anything like that but no but that's what i'm saying it's not like it's not like we're all like very sensitive people like we're yeah we're not i'm no one is saying anything bad but it's just like barry Barry goes. Barry goes. You, I came. We came into the studio. We're like, we're we've been spending the last couple weeks like prepping and then shipping all the all the all the stuff for the Kickstarter. Go ahead. We're prepping and shipping all the stuff for the Kickstarter, and uh, and and I come in and we're talking about the DVD, and he's like, yeah, go ahead. He's like, he's like, dude. You got you guys. We can't. We can't. We can't even use most of this stuff. John's over there talking about inventing shirts that cover your boners. <laughs> <laughs> I still think it'd be a good invention, dude. But that, I mean, that's how I am. I just try to. I say the most ridiculous shit, yeah, just because I think it's funny, right? And um. And so there's a ton of that on there. And especially like what I think is actually more interesting is I was thinking about this during the, um, during the, um, the shipping process, because like we are so like, as people, we are such extreme personalities. (laughs) I mean, we really are like really extreme, extreme, whatever it is that we do, we do it to such a crazy level. And, and, you know, in, in all transparency, you know, like Barry and I's relationship is very complicated. You know what I mean? For whatever reason, I think it's because we're, we're very alike in a lot of ways and very different in in other ways. And, and that to me is so interesting. Some ways, in some ways you guys are polar opposites. Yes. And other ways. Exactly. Exactly. It's so, it's It's very crazy. And, and I, I mean, I love the guy, obviously. Like, I mean, he and I tell each other that we love each other. I mean, that's like the kind of relationship we have, but it is like really complicated. And I was just like, man, if, if we could actually like, you know, if there were cameras around and you could actually see like what all of us were actually like, like it's to me, it would be so interesting. It would be interesting. It's so interesting, but we totally have to like, you know, it's just not, it's not something that you put out there. And there's, there's some, a bunch of stuff. Like I remember when there's people that would, that would be into it. No, I mean, I think it would be a a fascinating 
show or something like that yeah. for sure like I, th- I think it would be very interesting but yeah. it's also just not the story that you want to want to tell in a lot of ways right. you know um but there's like a bunch of stuff like right when we first got there like you weren't there yet and we were having to like take take everything out of of the <laughs> out of the the beach house, like putting chairs, oh, and taking it across the street to uh, <laughs> yeah. to to the other house that we had. So we had two actually two houses, um, and we had to take it. We had to take like all this stuff. And Barry's very particular. I mean, he's <clears throat> he's the boss. I mean, so especially with these beach houses because he has like you know. A situation with his dad own, used to own one of them. Yeah, yeah, totally. And we spent his fortieth birthday um, at that beach house. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, it, like, there, there is, you know, a special place in yes. Barry's heart for these people and these particular these beach houses so you know just to preface that and on top of that barry is is very you know he's very particular yeah and he's very eccentric when it comes to this is how i want to present things yeah they do the do the right thing make sure make sure you don't like leave any stone unturned and everything has to be very specific and that is not not a diss at all no that is not a diss it's it's the reason uh, you know, it's the reason people love carbon leaf, right. you know what I mean? So, yeah. so it's in a lot of ways, absolutely yeah. not a diss. Um, he, he is very particular and, <clears throat> and there's a lot of times that like, you know, we all don't see like maybe his vision or maybe don't agree with her or whatever, but it's like, he's like, you take these chairs out. I want you to carry it a very specific way. <laughs> and I want, you know what I mean? Like, and you're just like, I remember saying like, and there's cameras on us. And I remember saying to the camera guy, I was like, you're going to have to go in and Photoshop a smile onto my face. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Oh man. That was good. But the DVD, you know, for all of that, and it's just, you know, that's my personality. That's my, that's my problem. Problem. You know, it's just like for, for all of that, the DVD turned out, incredible it's unbelievable i really think it's unbelievable it it looks amazing yeah it sounds amazing and it's interesting a lot of times when i'm watching a music dvd and there's been there's some great ones out there like the morning view sessions by incubus is one one of the best ones i know that um I'm, i'm blanking on a few of them like audio slave had a great one rage against machine had a great one um I used to dude, the Metallica one, some kind of monster. Yeah. That was one of the best ones ever. Yeah. So you, there's these music DVDs that you watch them and it's like, Oh, fade to black. The Jay Z, the Jay Z one I've watched over and over again because it has so many elements of like being in the studio and how it was when they took it from the studio and created the black album and then, and then performed it live at Madison square garden. It's like this really cool thing. But this DVD has, it's like really, really interesting. It's really, really vibey. Mm-hmm. And um, and just those bits and pieces and those conversations, they're just very natural. And the way that they the um, the filmmakers captured it was just very very organic and natural and cool and just it's interesting the whole way through so far. We haven't gotten through the whole thing, but um, so far it's just I'm so happy with it. It's like one of those things that, you know, if you, if you record an album and you get to the end of it, you, you really like your heart on yourself and you 
listen back and you watch it and some things you just can't listen back to once you've recorded them. But this DVD watching back and listening, I'm just like, wow, I'm really enjoying this and I'm able to watch this as a viewer and a consumer rather than as someone in the band. Enough time has passed and it looks so great. And, uh, and just the, I don't know, it's, there's something about it that I really, really love. I really, really love it. And I don't say, I, I don't think I've ever felt that way about like many and like most projects that I've done. I've always been like really tear, like tear it apart, you know, at the end of it. And this is, this is really, really awesome. Yeah. So I don't know if you feel the same way about like the sound and yeah. and, and everything, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not, it's funny. I'm not sensitive to that. Like anytime the guys are like, Oh, take, make sure you take a listen to this, listen to it on your speakers. I mean, I can go like, Oh, the bass doesn't sound the way I want it to mm-hmm. or, um, or whatever. But man, I, I just, I'm not sensitive to that, <clears throat> but, but listening to, to this and seeing yeah. it, I was just like, man, this is incredible. Like, yeah. Really good. Like really proud of it. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, Doug, Doug, Barry and Terry just yeah, I mean, put so much time and effort into yeah. it. Um, I think it would be, we would be, it, we would be not smart to at least put this into the universe that we, you and I are both talking about wanting this to be on Netflix or some kind of streaming service so that people yeah. who wouldn't, wouldn't see it could see it could see it yeah and man if there is anyone out there that has a netflix hookup <laughs> yeah for real and it sounds silly send but, an email but to really, after the gig pod at gmail.com or it info really, at carbonleaf.com I, I i you know whatever we both think it's i mean it's great. great it's great it's really really good and i think that um i think that there's so much shitty stuff on netflix that there should be no problem getting this on. (laughs) (laughs) And there's definitely a lot of shitty stuff on Amazon prime video for sure. For sure. So sure. I mean, did you see the fourth season of man, the high castle? No, I didn't see the first season of man in high castle. First three. Fantastic. Fourth. I was like, I'm out (laughs) anyway. Um, so, how long have we been? How long has it been? It's been f- about 50 minutes. Let's, I'm going to tell the story. I have to be vague about the DC fight story because I don't want it get arrested. I, I don't want this to come back, back on me. So I'm going to be vague about it, but well, it was your a friend, a friend that, you know, this is all a made up story. This is so, all, this is 100% made up made about, up. about John's friend. Yep. Totally made it up. So, this was on the tail of um, riots, and um, it was like right when everything was fresh, like COVID and, and the beginning of the riots and stuff like that. It was the first weekend restaurants were open, and I was that it was you could only be open outside. So this built this restaurant has this long patio, right? And it's a little raised, but it's outside. So um, I am eating dinner with with my girlfriend and um you we hear this everyone's on edge right like just because of what's going on everywhere and we're eating dinner 
and um, it's like 6 p.m. on a Sunday. I said I wasn't going to be specific. Um, and we well, that's the, what he told you. <laughs> we 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 hear this scream, this like loud like woman in trouble scream and everyone sort of looks around like oh boy like what's happening don't see anything minute goes by we hear another scream and don't hear anything i don't see anything and it's like oh that's crazy and then another minute goes by and you hear this blood curdling sounds like a woman's scream for help yeah we and everyone turns and looks down the block and you see this couple it's like a big dude and this sort of small lady and they're walking and they're clearly drunk and the dude is screaming. The dude is screaming. It was him. It was him. Ugh. And he's like, he, and there's, he's just screaming and then they're giggling. And in my mind, I'm like, what are you doing? Like there's literally riots, like things in DC have yeah. been burned to the ground. Have a little bit of awareness, have a little bit of awareness, be an adult. Yeah. yeah. And so he rolls up, um, like to the beginning of the patio where we are and go and screams again. This one was a little like l- little less behind it, but still a scream and everyone sort of turns and looks at him and like gives him like a, what are you doing? Dickhead look. Yeah. And he's going, Oh, Oh, you guys like your brunch. You like your brunch. You eating brunch. You like your brunch. Brunch, blah, 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 yeah. brunch. Just totally drunk speak. Yeah. And I'm already like, I don't like this guy. I'm at a 10. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I am zero to a hundred and 0.1 seconds. And so he's starts walking past and he's doing the, you like your brunch thing. And he stops and parks himself right near this table. And there's like, it's, it's the, the patio is raised. So it's just like a couple feet, three feet tall of like concrete right and so he parks himself still on the sidewalk but not on the patio yet and he's going you don't don't get eggs don't get eggs with your brunch don't get eggs with your brunch you know and everyone is just staring at their shoes everyone is like oh my god like Who's i'm just trying eggs to eggs it's, it's 6 p.m by the way 6 p.m 6 p.m p.m and someone goes it's 6 p.m. And uh, and he, and he's just like, oh, you like your, don't get eggs with your brunch. And everyone is sitting there like, oh my god, just so like so he's saying brunch at dinner time. Yeah, saying brunch at dinner time gotcha. and saying eggs and stuff like that. He's just talking drunky talk. Yeah, and he's clearly not a clever person, right? Because he can't say anything funny or clever. Right. And his girlfriend like tries to like pull his arm, and he just like, sort of shakes her off, and she's <clears throat> giggling about it and stuff like that. And um. Everyone's staring like at their shoes and everyone is just sitting there. I can, I can feel it. I can feel people going like, Oh my God, I wish this wasn't happening to me. And to me, that's bullying when you, when you're trying to enjoy your dinner and someone is like aggressively like bothering you, that's bullying to me because they don't have, they clearly didn't have the, 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 whatever it takes to be like, fuck off. Right. So I just, I just go, I just go, goodbye, bye, <laughs> goodbye, bye. And he just laser focuses, just like yeah. walks over to, over to our table. And he's like, um, and he's like, oh, what's your problem? What are you doing? And I was like, we're trying to eat dinner. Okay. Goodbye. Please leave. Go yeah. away. And he comes up onto the patio, his legs. He's, he's big. He's like a big dude, like tall. He gets up to the to our table and his legs are touching our table. He's that close to us. And this is this is 
balls deep in the pandemic pandemic and riots and he, everyone and everyone you can cut the tension in the air dude. with a knife and so he's right up on our table and my girlfriend is like freaking she's like sir no you are too close to us you don't even have a mask on sir you need to back up you know doing that and i look over at the waitress like maybe you should say something to this guy because you never know like i can't say anything because he's obviously like already like on me um and then you know if it's a lot of times in those situations like if a waitress is like sir you know i've called 911 they're like i better get the hell out yeah 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 so she just goes, sir, you need to get out of here. And then scurries bolts. off. <laughs> <laughs> bolts in the other direction, which I don't blame her. It's not her job. Yeah, no. This, this guy's clearly aggressive. Get a manager. Clearly That's drunk. Yeah. And this is just, just to, just to paint a picture. This dude is a big, you know, you know, late thirties, I think, um, DC bro. Hmm. You know what I mean? He's yeah. wearing collared shirt, yeah. but super drunk, you know? Yeah. He just came from Asshole. the hatchet throwing bar. No one. He just came from the hatchet throwing <laughs> bar. <laughs> and, and yeah, he was like, you know, bumping chests with his other bros, you know? Right. So the, so the lady at this time is like barely doing anything. And so the waitress takes off and I'm just like, all right. So I stand up and I sort of lightly push him on the chest. And I was like, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Fuck off. And he just starts slowly walking towards me. And then the restaurant manager comes out and tries to start, you know, like getting in his way. Like, okay. All right. And he, and the, the, the waitress is back out and the, he's like, can you call nine one one? So a couple things are happening. He's like sort of walking me down and he's, he's doing three different things. He's going, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. He's doing that. He's going, go ahead. Call nine one one. Call cops, call cops. And then at the same time, he's staring me down and going, look at this guy. This guy doesn't even have a dick. This guy's got no penis. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the dumbest it's the dumbest insult. I realize we're back in middle school. I know it's the dumbest, the dumbest shit. Yeah. And so he's like, <laughs> he's like doing all three things at once. And there's a table that that is was to to my side, but is now is behind me. Okay. Because I'm sort of like walking backwards, right? And and um, because he's like sort of walking my me down, and I'm just sort of pushing on his chest a little bit to keep him away, but he keeps walking me down. And the restaurant manager's going like, don't, you have to get away from my patrons or whatever. And he's going, don't touch me, don't touch me. And there's a guy with a family like next to me, but at this point he's behind me. Right. And he's going like, my kids are right here, man. You know, yeah. my kids are right here, man. Yeah. And so I'm getting like really fed up with this dude. And he just keeps walking me down, saying a bunch of dumb shit. And finally, he just does this like charge like at me, this like slow, dumpy charge. And I just like <laughs> dump a slow, dumpy charge. I love the word dumpy. Yeah. <laughs> and so I put I, I put my like he he like touches me. He yeah. like comes at me and touches me. My face is like in his chest. So I just start like start tossing him a little bit, sort of like a, a lame ass judo toss, you know, like I start tossing him and, and he starts like sort of like turning, turning and, I, yeah. and I was like, okay, I can, I can definitely take his back right now. Like I can, I, I see his neck. I can take his back. I could choke him out really easy, but this dude like moved he, he big, but moved like he weighed 
90 pounds mm. like he just had no chi like i don't know what to call it like it's weird it's like his you, balance was off he had you he did, had fire fireball balance this, so th- there's a weird thing in if and if you ever do like jujitsu or whatever like you you notice like my my coach is weighs 140 pounds mm. no shit and he feels like 210 pounds really and then there's people who are really big who just feel light it's i don't know what it is like you, mm. it's it's just a thing that's like in people and this dude just like i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna take this guy's back and i'm gonna choke him out but then i was like oh my god this guy is moving i don't have to do this This guy's light as a feather for as big as he is and i just toss this dude like (laughs) bam (laughs) i just toss him on his on his back and then i'm like sort of over him going like all right Go ahead, sit up. Like let's let's see what happens. Or, yeah. And he just breaks. Like his face, he just sobers up and he turns into like this little like baby. Little boy. And he's just like, oh, 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 my back. And uh, and uh, and the 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 restaurant manager is right next to me. And he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, man. I am so I am so sorry. I am just so sorry. We we will pay for your dinner. Don't worry about it. And this place had been closed for two months. So I was like, listen, we're paying for the dinner. Can I go inside, pay for it, and then get out of here? And he's like... Absolutely. Like, listen, sir, you don't pay, Absolutely. You don't pay people to go to Disneyland. <laughs> and so, I had a great time. <laughs> so, we, so, <laughs> so we go into the restaurant, which is closed. Yeah. And I'm like, there's all these sirens and shit. And I'm like, sign in the bill as fast as I can. And my, and my girlfriend's like, let's put our masks on and get out of here. And yeah. so we put our masks Good back idea. on and, and the, the steps are, there's only five steps. And so we walk down the, down the steps and there's like a cop walking straight up the steps and he looks at me in the eye and then makes a hard right to go to where the guy's like lying on the, on the pavement. Yeah. And, uh, and we were like, boop, boop. And we Kaiser so's ate it like right, <laughs> right out of there and like giggled our whole way home. Oh my God. It was so awesome. Nobody could write a better bad guy. Like no one deserved an <laughs> ass whooping more than that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was up on in the middle of the tables, like during dinner. It's justice. It was justice. And I love justice. Dude, and you know, I love justice. You, I mean, you tell a very vivid story. Dude, for a sto- for a made up story that, <laughs> that had so much detail. Wow, dude, I felt like I went on a journey. Dude, here's the crazy part. Here's the crazy part. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I don't want this to come back at me. But the the dude, I mean, I guarantee as soon as I toss that guy on his back, as soon as that happened, everyone at the restaurant was just like, yes, yeah, oh yeah, you of know, course. I guarantee, of course. like the. The dude, the dude, I mean, he literally attacked me. Oh, he was, you know? in, and he I was gave, in your bubble. I gave him, he touched, I mean, he put yeah, hands he on me. You. Dude, I gave him every chance, and so did everyone at that restaurant. Right. Gave him every chance to like, go, man, just leave. And he didn't take it. Yeah. So here's the crazy part. Two weeks go by, and I'm talking to someone that I'm just meeting for the first time, and I'm telling the story, and he goes, oh my God, was it blah, blah, blah restaurant? And I was like... Yeah, it was. And he goes, were you wearing all black? And I was like, I was wearing all black. And he goes, my friend was at one table away from you. (gasps) And I get a text message a day or two later. Now, this this part you didn't tell me. I don't know about this. So this this cuts off right before like the really good stuff happens. Wait, let me get the the text. Yeah. 
Hold on. Please don't touch me. Please don't touch me. No, sir. No, sir. Back us. Stay with my guests. I'm just amused by how. Are you calling the cops? Thank you. And wait, I, wait a minute, hold on. Go go back. Who's the guy? Which one's the guy? The guy with the glasses? Look at the guy. The guy. The guy is the guy going. Don't touch me! Don't touch me! Please don't touch me! Please don't touch me! Oh, that guy. Oh yeah. Oh, nice bathing suit, bro. <laughs> Walking around DC with some fucking floral pattern. Wow. Uh, yeah. See that guy now. Now that I see him, yeah, it's like, what a clown! <laughs> what a clown! Yeah. Was that his girlfriend on yes. the side? Yes. Wow. <laughs> but I wonder if they're still together. How crazy, dude! But uh, here's the, here's the weird thing. Can you imagine if you and me and like Doug and Carter and um, Terry and Barry, right? We're all out. Let's throw in Jimmy and Jackie. All, all of us are out. If any of us, if one of us was like stopped at a people eating dinner and was like, oh, you guys like your brunch? You like your brunch? You like brunch? We'd be like, what the fuck? Fuck are you? You are not my friend anymore. And especially if they got up onto the in the middle of people eating dinner to try to like stalk down a dude who's five seven. I I've had some nights. Don't say it. I've had some nights like when I was a bartender in Boston, where I would go out afterwards and like drink a lot and get really drunk. Yeah, where I've probably been that guy. There's no way. There's what? no way. There's yeah, no. Yeah, I don't know. No fucking. Uh, way. I've definitely got like, gotten all, people's faces all, for no reason. We've, we've, no reason. We've all done dumb shit yeah. for sure. I yelled that at a cab driver level. in the middle of the road in Boston. One also, time. how old that guy? Oh, I mean that. There's no excuse for that. No excuse. That guy's probably forty. Yeah, yeah. He's he's probably I don't know. It, he he's didn't. probably a lawyer or something like that. It's just like yeah. What are you doing? It, it's it's so it's so insane. I don't understand because he's in a he's in a t shirt and blue floral print short bathing suit shorts allegedly allegedly from whoever actually <laughs> went through this experience. But and then the girlfriend's all all done up. Yeah, looking good. Yeah, looking pretty. So good. I don't know what that guy's problem is dude i don't know either <laughs> that's so fucking bizarre dude. i can't believe that what are the odds what are the odds what that are the odds and also what are the odds that they stopped filming right before all the oh good my shit god happened? right no, before the good shit the, happened. that's the bummer of it why would they stop filming i don't know i think because that's when it started to get like it was a like, little right. crazy and yeah. i think they were probably like we better like get away from our table i don't want to be standing around for right. this Oh my God, that's incredible. Isn't that so crazy though? Like what a small world. The thing is like that look in your face (laughs) was amazing (laughs) because I've seen it before and that's a look, that's a look on the face like, I want you to do this. <laughs> that was, that was the, I want everything. When, remember when I was stretching when we were in South I, Carolina? I was just about to say South Carolina, when you were stretching, when, when you yelled at the guy across the street, that, that was the same face. I don't know if he was, no, you were, you were like, I was pissed. You were pissed. That was, this video was calm, cool, collected, John. Yeah, yeah that's true. You were true. 
really pissed. Like that, I thought you were guy, gonna I thought you were gonna go across the street. I was walking across no, the street. I know. He ran away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just uh yeah. That guy that guy is a turd sandwich. Yeah. Giant. But douche. like if you wrote that guy, like that whole incident right there, if you wrote him into like an eighties movie, mm-hmm. you know, like he's like the the redneck that goes into like the karate school and is like, <laughs> Oh, what are you doing, karate? <laughs> get him jimmy and he knocks over all the karate trophies and he's like please i don't want to fight you he's like you you're gonna fight me karate guy <laughs> i don't want to do it sir sir i don't want to do it yeah i don't want to do this uh and he breaks his arm yeah um that's an incredible I, man i'm so glad you you or whoever tossed that person on their butt yeah on their back that's good you Justice. got what you deserved Justice needs to be served from time to time. Yeah, and that's the name of this episode. Justice may be served from time to time. Should be served. What did you say? Justice needs to be served from time to time. Or or maybe we could call it, you're at the thing that, that you, with the people, that you have the thing in common with. Right. That would be a good one, too. You've been listening to After the Gig. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, dude. I love you. Love you, too. Don't edit this.
skin Caught between the door and the wild within 